Welcome to Allendale Market Talk. I am Greg McBride. I'm joined by my co-host, Mike Lung. And uh, today we are going to talk about uh, a year in review for, for the beans. Uh, but we'll go a little bit further than uh, just uh, January 1st. We're going to start actually with the uh, the G20 last year. Uh but before we get to that, I do want to talk a little bit about uh, the Allendale uh, Winter Conference that's coming up January 28th through the 30th, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Central Time each of, each of those days. We're going to talk to uh, Drew Lerner, get his uh, views on uh, weather through uh, planting, growing season, and harvest, get some ideas on what we can expect if we're looking for another extremely wet uh, spring uh, or if we're going to be able to get out in the fields uh, on time. And then obviously we'll do our normal uh, grain and livestock uh, outlooks where we go through the uh, fundamental and technical pictures and give you some ideas on how to how to market uh, uh, as we uh, progress through the year. Um, the one last uh, bit of housekeeping we've got to do today is uh, we're going to have a special webinar, uh, not special webinar, a special podcast next week. The last episode of 2019. This will be the last episode of season one for the Allendale Market Talk podcast, where I will be talking to Randy Melvin, one of our uh, branches from North Dakota. He's going to fill us in on what they're seeing out there as far as the issues that they've run into, obviously way, way behind on corn uh, and what that means for uh, insurance, what it means for test weights, what it means for next spring for them. So, Mike, let's jump right in here and, and try and get uh, some uh, some ideas on, on where we've been for beans and uh, where we're going uh, as we uh, look to 2020. Uh, let's start at the G20 Summit last, uh, last December. Yeah, so... Starting at the G20 Summit, you had actually, which is an interesting place to start, the highs for the year. That's where beans post their highs up there at the 970 level, never never return there. And it kind of seems like the same thing this year where trade talks are going well, but at the same time, it's a very odd combination. Last year at the G20, we that's when the whole trade truce story was going on. But at the same time, while we were at the G20, the U.S., uh, pushed Canada a little bit to uh, arrest Huawei's CEOs. Uh, so that wasn't the best thing in the background, but somehow we still had the trade truce. We had tariffs delayed, all that good stuff, and we did post our highs the week following the G20. Uh, following that, we had not a great spring, just like in corn. It just kind of dropped out of nowhere, and the picture is whether or not we're going to kind of have the same thing. Are we going to have the same kind of turmoil attack us at the beginning of the year? Or is it going to change into a different picture? Personally, I think the turmoil, especially with the articles of impeachment in place and uh, maybe the USMCA getting passed next week by the House, now that the Democrats have said that they came in here and uh, actually fixed the deal themselves, uh, but doesn't seem like really our own at-home team is playing together. So to think that we're going to be able to get something done abroad skeptical but what do you think about the whole thing well i think as we uh as we go all the way back to to last year's uh g20 the the optimism of of a trade truce and and uh, everything looked looked good it felt really good like okay we're gonna make some progress here uh we didn't have a deal done but we were we were on the edge and then as we started the brand new 2019 
Uh, we were in a, a government shutdown, so there wasn't a lot getting uh, reported to us uh, at the time about uh, trade or, or anything like that. We gave ourselves, uh, we gave until what, I think it was March 1st at the time, uh, or March uh, March 1st or something like that, so that we could get a, uh, mm-hmm. a deal inked, and, and that came and went. So then we increased tariffs, and then we added more, and then we added more, and then we got to uh, planting season, and we had all the well-publicized issues. Um, and those those acres being as low as they were, uh, it wasn't going to take much to uh, to really see production come down uh, and really help out uh, what looked like an awful balance sheet for us. I mean, if you remember at one point, I think it was in uh, May, we were talking about a billion carryout. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was in June, but we were talking about a billion carryout. And here we are today, uh, as a you know today's WASD report, four hundred and seventy-five million, which is not great, but uh, you know it is what it is. But it's much much better than that uh, billion. And the demand, surprisingly, uh, has been pretty good. So we're we're improving. I think yields were still, you know, I think there's yields are still kind of coming in. We've heard. Uh, they were decent. Um, some guys were down. Some guys were higher. Some guys were the same. So it's kind of the same thing we've heard for for years. You've always got the uh, the areas that are going to exceed expectations, but um, nothing really that was a, a major failure when it came to uh, production. But uh, all the while, regardless of what we had going on in the field, China has been the predominant story, and unfortunately. That's where we stand today. So, you know, as we talk about impeachment uh, proceedings, I don't think that's going to be a huge factor in this in this bean market uh, unless they're somehow able to to really move forward with that and, you know, lock him down, lock down President Trump. And the next thing you know, uh, we've got President Mike Pence. Mm-hmm. But. Um, tr- trade with China has is still the biggest headline for the beans, but it does feel like we're moving in the right direction now that we've made it to here in December. We just heard that they've now delayed the uh, the implementation of the additional tariffs that was supposed to go in on December fifteenth. Yes, we've heard uh, rumor. It's still rumors at this point. I mean, we have sources. Uh, but again, in the past, we've had sources say things, and I think it was uh, Navarro said that if unless you hear it come out of Trump's mouth directly, don't put too much weight behind it. So uh, right now, it sounds like the December fifteenth tariffs are being delayed, and I, I wouldn't be too surprised. Like we said earlier, it's shaping up a lot like last year, where we also uh, put everything on truce mode, and we'll see if that's where we go from here. Um, but I would agree. Yeah, big thing is still China on whether where these beans are going, and do we get another lower yield of uh, year of production? Not as much uh, beans being planted to help out, and can we support this bean market with uh, demand like we have at the beginning, or are we just front loading it and falls off at the back half of the year? Yeah, well, that's that's the real big story here is is, and that's been the issue in in corn as we talked about with uh, respect to demand. But, uh, you know, the, the idea that um, even without China being a 
heavy buyer. And we know that should we get a deal done with China, their buying is not going to go back to where it was at before. We know that because of ASF issues. We know that because, uh, you know, you, you're not feeding nearly as many hogs and it's going to take them years to rebuild that herd. So uh, they're going to continue to buy from Brazil because they're not going to put all their eggs in one basket. We still have some hurdles to, to overcome, but uh, it, the picture for beans does look better because, let's face it, the, the demand uh, from other countries has picked up uh, just enough to make it look a little bit better uh, on the balance sheet for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's going to be our number one review point is uh, obviously China. We've been talking about all year and everything. And let's go a little bit down into the South America region. Mm-hmm. What's what's your focus down there going forward? Right now it's weather. You have to be watching weather down there. Uh, they are still trending dry. Um, they've They've improved conditions a little bit. I think uh, Brazil is 90% uh, complete on harvest f- or on on planting for um for their soybeans. I believe uh Argentina is somewhere near half uh planted at this point. So uh, br- the Brazil thing, they're done. I mean 90% uh, is is might as well be 100. It's not going to it's not going to be a failure on planting at this point. There's not going to be major delays that uh, really affect that last 10%. Uh, the questions remain, and the what you really need to watch as we t- look towards 2020 is will that dry spell continue? Like I said, it's it's gotten better, but do we need to start getting friendly on the idea that there could be uh, there could be production losses down there as they uh, as they turn the corner into late January, mid to late January, and and into the major time frame where they're they're filling pods. And on the last one, you asked me where I thought that corn was going for our mm-hmm. high this year. Let me flip that and uh, let me ask you, where do you think, or have we already seen it? Uh, no, I don't think we've seen it. Um, I. I I guess my optimism for beans is a little bit better than it is on on corn. Uh, I think I I I didn't necessarily agree with how high you thought corn could go. Um, I, my thinking is we've done some damage on the uh, the market psyche for uh, for corn. But when it comes to beans, um, I think you still kind of get that optimism. I think if a uh, if a trade deal gets done, or let's say that. Brazil and Argentina continue to trend drier. The the uh, production numbers come down there. That'll help to kind of push us along. We've seen where it doesn't need to be both. It could just be Argentina has uh, continued problems, uh, and that'll push uh, uh, meal and oil prices higher, or meal or oil prices higher, which will pull the beans with it. And I think, I think conservatively, I think you could see somewhere in the neighborhood of nine eighty to ten dollars on. On November twenty beans. Now, where that puts old crop beans, uh, it could be somewhere in the neighborhood of nine seventy, nine eighty. But those are the things that we've we've talked about a lot on this particular podcast for the last six or eight months. Is these rallies in specifically corn and beans need to be sold? You need to be pulling the trigger. You need to look at that and say, you know what, this is a better price than I've seen in 
six months, in a year, in a year and a half. Like you said, we made the highs back in December of last year. Mm-hmm. So if you get a chance to sell, you know, 960 cash, and you know, obviously you have to pay attention to your basis, but if you get a chance to sell 960 cash or even 940 cash, we haven't had a lot of opportunities to do that. So you need to pull the trigger on it. And then look at what uh, look at what the uh, the data tells us as far as what we're we're going to plant this year. And what does that tell you as far as where you need to be marketing for new crop beans? So new crop beans, nine eighty, ten bucks. I don't think I want to go too much more unless when those things get really hairy down down in South America. So you don't think that w- with the crop out there right now, there was I, I was getting feeling some calls today saying uh, the crop just looks too too bad at this point, and we just don't have enough of it with demand. How it's and I had some people calling for beans in the teens. You think that's out of the picture at this point? Yeah, I I do. I think uh, um, I don't think the demand warrants it mm-hmm. at this point. You know, I mean, like I said, with the uh, with Brazil uh, f- uh, fueling. Uh, China's needs for beans uh, for the last year and a half or two years, and you know them being and China being down significantly on their their actual uh, bean demand. I just don't think that we'll get to that point of you know 150 to 200 uh, bushel endings, uh, 200 200 million bushel ending stocks, which would conceivably push you to much higher prices. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think if we can get down back to about 400, I think that's where um, we'd probably see see the market start to top out around around that $10 area. Awesome. So what's a what you know from your perspective, Mike, you know, yeah, you're you're hearing people say beans to the teens. What's what's your own personal feeling? Oh, I hate beans. <laughs> uh, it's it's something I, I really don't have a great feeling on it. Um, I really hope there's not another MFP payment that gets thrown. Well, not that there's not another payment, but there's not another one like this past year that gets thrown in the mix that really screws up everything. Well, it's a the, timing issue on that. Right. The, yeah. the variable that just gets thrown into the mix randomly. I, I hope we don't see another one of those that can really hurt our problem one way or another. Um that being said, if we do break, the, I think our high uh, on that Nov twenty contract sitting up somewhere eight nine or nine eighty something up there. Uh, so if we break that, I think ten dollars is out of the picture. Um, but I, I'd say probably the same boat. I'm I'm not really looking for anything extravagant this upcoming year. Uh, I think you're gonna get more beans planted. Well, it's gonna be hard to plant less beans than last year. Yeah, that was a that was a pretty low low ball number. Yeah, so if we plant more beans, especially if we tail off and uh, peter off the rest of the exporting year, it's uh, I don't know. I think you could see realistically that nine eighty ten dollars, but I'm not really looking for anything above and beyond that. What's your What's your take on uh, the production issues for for palm oil and what that means for uh, the possibility of seeing increased bean oil uh, uh, sales? Yeah, so the whole vegetable market as a whole has just been blowing up. The prices have just been outrageous recently because of all the problems. Uh, and it, it could bring us higher, um, but we've been seeing it really ripping and roaring on the way 
up here while we've been falling out of bed for the beans. So that's leading me to believe that's really not going to lend it too much strength. I'd really like to see some kind of bean meal story to, if we're going to see some really good support here. Yeah. But as of right now, it's, it's just not showing the strength it needs to in order to really get us to that next higher threshold. Uh, yeah, I, I would, yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, the a lot of times bean oil rallies, uh, you know, are kind of shaky leg type things where mm-hmm. um, they can pull the beans with them for a little while, but they're they're generally not going to last. Right, not a lot of strength behind it. So make sure you guys check out next week's podcast. This could be a great one. Today for Allendale Market Talk, Mike Lung, Greg McBride, you guys have a great one. Mm-hmm.